Welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams, and today I have Dexter Blanco. He is gonna show you how to make some money out here. Instead of having these regular jobs, he's gonna show you how to get in those six figures like you want to get. But I'm gonna let him introduce himself first, and then he's gonna show, tell you all about how to do that. So what's up, Dexter? How you doing? Hey, what's up, Jalon? Just uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you, you know, for having me on, man. I appreciate this. This is uh, it's an honor, it's an opportunity, um, and you know, a little intro about me. I'm a 28 year old IT professional. I'm based out of here in San Diego, California. And uh, what I primarily focus on is helping people break into the tech industry, um, helping them get jobs, and then ultimately continuing to work with them uh, to land high paying roles. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a little bit about what I do in my in my coaching program. Um, a little bit more about me. I also run a digital marketing agency where we help local businesses, we help them get visibility on search platforms such as Google and Bing. Um, and I've been doing that for about about three years now. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. So let's let's dig into what is IT because I don't know what it is. My listeners don't know what it is. We hear it all the time. What exactly is yep. IT? Yeah, IT is information technology and, um, you know, what information technology really encompasses is the administration, the management, and the setup of technology infrastructures for companies. Um, to give it a, a basic breakdown, and you know, typically people in IT they are uh, responsible for you know pretty much every the entire tech stack that goes on the back end of most modern organizations, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, that's cool. So a lot of times when I'm having problems with any tech technical stuff, all they do is tell me, plug it out, plug it back in. Is, is that all you do all day or what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret sauce, man. You got to know that one. <laughs> you do got to know that one. Uh, that's a big part of it, man, like, of course. Um, but obviously there's a lot more. There's a, there's a lot more to it. And, um, you know, I the big thing about IT and the big thing about tech I think that there's always that front end that you interface with, right? There's always that immediate person that you kind of call and then you talk to. Typically, this is somebody that is um, in a help desk position or a service desk type of position. Mm -hmm. And uh, but a lot of times, there's a lot more going on on the back end that people don't actually see, right? You know, you have people like systems administrators, you have like project managers. Um, there's so much more stuff going on on the back end um, that actually makes everything work, but um, you know, I do recommend though, just something kind of to throw out there is like for you guys that are looking to break into the industry kind of quick, um, you know, you kind of want to get in fast, uh, help desk roles are amazing. Uh, service desk roles are amazing. Um, just because these roles, they give you an opportunity to talk to so many different people, touch so many different pieces of technology that like, uh, you, you would be in a great spot is if you had an opportunity to start in one of these roles mm -hmm. so okay throw so, that out there. so so how did, how did you get into this because we did start off by saying you're helping people get six figures so how did you end up starting from where you started and end up being able to get in a role where you get in six figures right right so my career started back in 2016 officially and you know before that just a little backstory like before that i was pretty much like a man I felt I was a table games dealer at a casino and you know I was making pretty decent money um, you know it was pretty cool it was a good job but I knew that 
it wasn't like the end all be all for me it was like i showed up for work and i'm like this is cool like i make pretty decent money but it was just like you know you we all get into those ruts where we get into a job and then you know you're there for years and years and you do it and you just kind of get burnt out and you're like this this really isn't for me so that's where i was kind of at in like 2015 2016 and then i kind of realized like i was going through like some relationship issues and i kind of realized to myself like i had to hunker down i was really good at a low point in my life where you know i had my daughter coming in coming into this world i you know i was separating away from my girlfriend at the time and for me it was like it was key to just focus on like yo i got to find that thing that that is like my passion it's that thing that i'm going to be doing for the rest of my life so i started digging deep on the internet looking for just solutions like what can i do what can i do what am i interested in what could i pursue and then I ended up figuring out that, um, like, I ended up figuring out how I could turn my interest, like a small interest in computers and technology into like, like, like a real job, mm -hmm. like a career. And I was like, oh shit, like people actually get paid to do this. <laughs> and I say it like that is because really at the time I didn't have, I didn't know that, you know, IT was a thing. I didn't know tech was a thing. I didn't know, you know, people actually did stuff like that. But immediately when I figured out kind of how much they made and, what they did your boy was all in <laughs> I was all I was locked in and I committed to myself I said I'm gonna get a systems administrator job um, but what I focused on at the time was really getting a lot of baseline skills and how I did that was kind of building out my own home lab in my house so I already had an interest in computers I was already like doing things like building computers building gaming PCs I know for all you gaming guys out there people that you know like to game I was, I was the same type of person. And then, um, so what I did is I took a lot of that knowledge and information, I started building out like my own home labs and building out like simulated environments, things that corporations are actually doing. And the only way I was able to like, this was like how I was able to actually get hands-on experience very early on. And then um, that, that really helped me, you know, kinda, kinda start getting experience. But what really shifted for me was uh, kind of getting into my first tech job. I worked at a, a MSP. Okay, and hold on one, one, one second. Uh, before, before you go yeah. there, I just want you to break down having your home home office. So you tell me you had like 10 yeah. computers going at the same time. Like, so talk more about, <laughs> about what was going on at that period. Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially I have like a server rack. I don't know if you've ever seen like in a large corporation or any any business they might have like a server rack in the back mm, got it got it has it. racks of servers lined up yeah um i went the official route right off the back most people don't do this when they build out a home lab most people have something like 10 computers or they'll have like one computer i was like all in man like <laughs> i what i found was a uh it was an ad on Craigslist where a company was closing and they were getting rid of a lot of their old IT infrastructure yeah. and they had a server rack and I keep looking down because it's right below me. Um, anybody that's ever, any of my students that's ever been to my house, they know in my living room I have a server rack right here. Um, but they were giving away this rack and I was all like, yep, I'm going to pick that up right now. Wow. Ended up picking wow. up the rack. I had an empty server rack pretty much with no hardware in it. like nothing it was just bare bones and i just started filling it up with hardware i knew i needed a router i knew i needed a switch i knew i needed um, a server and these were just basic things that i started out with 
just to get my feet wet and start touching things, start actually, you know, physically actually touching them. Um, wow. And and that's where I went down the rabbit hole because at that point when you when you got that in your house and when you have like what you can really think about as like a small business's IT infrastructure because some small businesses don't even have that extensive of an IT infrastructure. But if you can build something out like that um, in your own home and set it up, uh, like I'll say this right off rip, you are probably ahead of a good, you know, chunk of people that are coming into the industry because most people coming into service desk roles, help desk roles, these entry level IT roles, never have touched anything like that in their own house. Or if they have, it's basic router setup, right? Basic, something you would get from your normal ISP Cox. Mm. So uh, that's kind of how I got into it. Okay. Um, so Kind of how I got into the home labbing. Gotcha. So so I know you said you started off by... So were you always into tech as like a, as a youngin? Because you said you were creating, you know, video game um, consoles, computers and stuff. So you always into this forever? I would say... At least, I mean, as far as I can remember back to about, I mean, when I was in first grade, I remember when we first got AOL. Oh, boy. Um, I remember me and my that. brother, man, <laughs> back in the day, man. <laughs> remember you pick up the phone, somebody's on the listen, internet. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, I remember trying to download music back in the day. It takes like, what, 30 minutes for one song. And, I'm, and I was so excited, and then you play the song as the wrong song. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> yup. <laughs> back LimeWire days. Oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, so my mom got a Dell computer. And um, I remember when she got this computer, she brought it home and we were all excited. Like it was like when the internet was first coming out. And dude, I'm not gonna lie, I spent hours on that thing. Like, so I guess you can say from a very young age, um, you know, I was, I was already kind of doing uh, a little bit of tech related things. I, was, I spent a lot of time on my computer, but I never like, took it serious. I never really took it as like, oh, I'm doing anything um, like productive. I didn't consider it as like a career. It was just like, oh, this is, I just like playing on the computer, right? But it wasn't until like I was about like 10 or 11 that I actually started getting into like building my own computers, assembling them, you know, um, actually building out gaming computers for other people. Uh, And then it just kind of progressed from there. And then it wasn't until about the age of, you know, 20, 21, 22, that I actually knew that all that time I was actually like, in a way, kind of leading myself up to that and then discovering that like, oh wow, like you're actually developing a skill that, that you didn't even know you had. Mm-hmm. So like, that, that's, that's really how it, how it, how it, how it, how it all started. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. So then you use that skill to go into what you're doing now. So um, or would you say that somebody that wants to move into tech needs to be that into it? Because you said you have, you, have a, you have a lot. Like me, I, I made a computer before in my life. I can't do it again. But I'm just saying at least I have a little bit. I don't know how many people are into that so much to be able to do a tech job. So, so what do you think somebody needs to have to be able to get into tech? Yeah, I think the, the most important thing that uh, you need is you, you really just need hands-on experience. And you need an environment where you can, where you can play with. Um, because for me, it's not like, like, I wouldn't say that all of that experience in the past really, really helped me right out the gate because I struggled Uh even when I'd made the conscious decision to be like, okay, I'm getting into it and this is what I'm going to do. 
I still struggled to break into the industry. Like I, I still struggled when I first started putting out resumes, when I first started trying to actually apply for jobs, I was just getting no responses, mm. no replies. Um, you know, it, it, it wasn't easy for me because I was doing the wrong things, the wrong formal things. I was doing the wrong things on my resume. I wasn't interviewing well. Um, you know, I was doing all the typical wrong things that people do when they're not landing a job. Um, it, a lot of times it's the soft skills and it's not really the technical skills. Um, okay. So, 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 and then, so, 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 oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then to tie that back, it's like, it wasn't until I actually started like creating an environment for myself and actually applying like information and showing people like, Hey, this is what I know. This is what I'm doing that I actually started getting responses from employers. So just a little tip out there for anybody out there that may be trying to land a job or, you know, um, that may be in a similar position, like keep that in mind is, you know, you might have to do a little bit of extra work to kind of actually show people that, you know, you're actually doing the thing and not just kind of talk about it. Right. Gotcha. So on your page, you say that you can teach people how to get these jobs with, without college needed. So, so what, what, and so are you our college, um, have you, do you got a college degree? Never been to college, never stepped on a campus. Okay. All right, cool. So, so what did you do between that time of trying to apply for all these jobs and them keep telling you no, that ended up changing for you to be able to get to the point where now you are at six figures? Right. Um, I think the main thing that transitioned for me actually starting to get responses from employers was creating that home lab and okay and really showing employers exactly what I was doing. Like showing them like, yo, look, this is what I have. This is, this, this is an environment that I've built out and, and actually in displaying that, that's when things started shifting for me and they were like, oh, okay. Like, what are you doing? And that's when I really started getting responses back. And then ultimately I ended up landing my first job at that MSP. And for you guys that might not know what an MSP is, it's a managed service provider. Typically, it's a smaller company that manages other businesses, IT infrastructure. So if, let's say, a business doesn't have the resources internally, money, people, or whatever it is to take care of their IT infrastructure, they'll hire another company, an MSP. Um, And just a little bar there, it might be, it's really valuable. Like, working at an MSP um, could really put you in a position to launch your career fast because um, you get to touch so many different pieces of technology, right? Um, you're not just working in one environment. You're not just uh, focused on the same thing every day. You might be working with a company one day, and then the next day you're working with a complete different company. So it just gives you an opportunity to just see so many different technology stacks um, and get a lot of experience fast, as opposed to going straight to work for a very large organization like a corporation um, where you might be on the help desk just answering phone calls for break-fix issues, right? Um, just have some perspective okay. right there for people that might be coming in an industry and what type of uh, jobs um, you should be looking for. Just kind of keep that in mind. Okay, so so how how can you help me? So let's say I'm a listener right now. I'm in a job. I hate my job, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get six figures. Um, so and I and I come to you. How, how are you gonna be able to help me get from the job I'm at now to get to six figures? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, first of all, I would start out with. Um, you know, we, we have, we have a series of programs that, you know, that can, that can get you started. But one thing that you can do right off the back is, um, 
One thing you could do right off the back is uh, you can check out my free masterclass. It's everywhere. Sorry, somebody, somebody's at my door, man. <laughs> you can check out my free masterclass. It's pretty much everywhere on my social media. Um, if you go to sixfiguretechpros.com forward slash free, um, we'll give you free access to the masterclass. Um, if you're currently in your job right now, my opinion is like anybody that has the mindset and you're like, all right, I want to switch right now. The first thing that you should probably do though is really evaluate like why you want to switch and why you like really, really sit down and think about it, right? You know, the money's nice, money's great, um, you know, but like, as they say, money ain't everything. Money ain't everything. Um, but, you know, if you can, if it's something that you want to do, and like if tech is something that you want to do, the main thing is just getting around the right people and uh, and applying yourself. Because you know no one's just going to give you the job, no one's just going to hand it to you. But uh, you know having having the right resources, having the right connections, and then having the right um, information so you can actually apply yourself and the willpower to do it, like that's what's going to get you where you want to go. Hopefully, I answered the question in that. I know it's kind of long. No, 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 because I pretty much want to know, let's say, like, somebody comes to you right now, and they say, I just need help, because, you know, they're listening to this podcast, what, what information could you help them with right off the bat? Like, what's the first thing to do? Should right. it be the resume? Yeah. Should it be, I'm working on interviewing? Should it be, find something, you know, learn some kind of tech? Like, like what is one thing that someone can take away from listening to this to know what they can do to be able to move into the direction of being being into tech? They don't have any, the systems like you have, but they want to be able to have six figures, and you said tech is an option to do it without a college degree. Right. Right. Um, hmm. Right off the bat, I, 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 for me, it's, I'm a big proponent of like where they're at in their process. Um, you know, I like to I like to look at people's resumes right off the bat because I do like if somebody's coming right now, I like to look at their resume right off the bat because sometimes people are further along in their journey than they actually think that they are. Like they're, they're like right there, and they might just need a couple tweaks in their process and their resume. So first thing I would look at and the first thing I would do is immediately, immediately, even if you have no experience, take your resume and start tailoring it in a way to position yourself to be an IT professional because you're going to keep tweaking that resume anyways. So start t thinking about all the past experiences that you've ever had at other jobs where you might have helped out with an IT project or you did something IT related. Maybe you volunteered somewhere. Maybe you did something for a family member or in your house and start tailoring your resume in that way. That's something you could do right off the bat, and everybody should do that anyways, because it'll put you in the mindset to start thinking about how to land that first position. All right, so so if you, do you have any examples? Because like, let, let's, let's say for me example, yeah. I, I, this, is, this is not really about work. Let's just say I work for Walmart, and I'm pretty much just work the cash register. What do I have to put on my resume uh, specifically to, to be able to get closer to a tech job. And you said put down stuff that you do around the house. Let's yeah. say anytime my mom tells me to plug out the, the, um, the internet, <laughs> I mean, um, the mode, plug it back in, it gets work. Do I put something like that on my resume? What would I Absolutely. put on there? Absolutely. That's, mm -hmm. And that's a perfect example right there. And sometimes I think as uh, beginners or people that are coming into the industry, we, we think that we need to be like super flashy. We think we need like all these crazy experience. But a lot of times what employers are actually looking at is your ability to, to see and know that your experience is relevant 
and that you can actually go into a job and apply that. So by you making that initiative to be like, okay, I can help in this area, I have done this, and showing them, that's what matters the most. So yes, absolutely, mm -hmm. putting things as simple as, I help my mom with this, or for example, if you were the cash register at Walmart, let's say for example, you might have helped your supervisor set up maybe some of the cash register machines. Maybe you plugged some of those things in, maybe you fixed it at a time where it wasn't working by doing some technical skill. If you can kind of recall that process and what you did, and kind of explain that in a resume in a short, concise way, that is very applicable. And, uh, and don't, um, it's okay to stretch a little bit. I will say that. It's okay to stretch it a little bit. Um, and I say that with, with uh, I wanna put that out there because I feel like people don't stretch enough. <laughs> They're like, can I put that on there? I'm like, yes, put it on there. <laughs> so. I really want to encourage people to, mm -hmm. you know, um, dig deep on those. Okay. And so how are you currently helping your students? Because I know you said um, students actually come to your house. How, 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 do you help, how do you help your current students? Are like they in roles already and they're just trying to move up in, the, in, the, um, in their job? Or is it just helping people at entry yeah. level people? Majority of my students are people that are coming into the industry and they're not in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, what I like to do is, and I'm a big proponent of this model is I like to teach entry-level people high leverage skills right off the bat um, and give them opportunities to gain real-world experience. So something that we do different, I think, than, than, than most people out there is with our program, we actually allow students to um, gain real-world experience by doing actual um, IT-related tasks that we require within my own business and within businesses that we serve. Um, so that gives them an actual opportunity to work in real environments. Um, so that's currently, currently mostly what we're doing, mostly what we're doing with our students. And then we also have weekly masterminds where we'll, we'll come in, we'll all meet in a Zoom session, and uh, everyone will kind of just watch me uh, take on some bigger tasks, and we'll kind of work on it together. We'll talk about it a little bit, and. Uh, and, and we're able to dive deep and kind of mastermind and go back and forth on topics. So that's somewhere, that's another area where we're helping people out. And then um, we also have, uh, we have a Facebook group where we allow people to kind of just come in there and collaborate, talk about different issues that they might be facing within their own companies, seeing how the group could help. Um, so all of these are different resources that, that we have out there. Okay, and so how did you get into that part? So we, we talked about you know, your intro, getting into the job, get in your six figures but what made you say i want to start a business where i'm actually teaching people how to yep. do what i did yeah so around 2021 is when i started my first business my digital marketing agency your essential techs and like i said the original goal with this business was for it to be a um to be an msp a managed service provider but very early on in my career uh or my my career as an entrepreneur like I started discovering different things about business and um, flows and, and just really understanding business at a very, very deep level, understanding marketing, sales, and, and, and everything. And for me, it was like, at that point, I started pivoting and started, and started thinking like, what if I could help out other businesses instead of just focusing on their IT infrastructure, what if I can make it a little bit more holistic where I'm mostly fo or I'm more focused on the customer acquisition side, building out systems that, that do customer acquisition for businesses. Um, and as I kind of started going down deep down that rabbit hole, 
um, that business started veering into being a, a marketing agency. Um, and, uh, and, and as I kept kind of just learning and learning and learning and, and working with the different coaches and mentors, I started really understanding like the true transformative power of, 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 of mentorship and, 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 and coaching and, and allowing people to come into your life and, and, and affect you at a higher level beyond just like traditional education. Um, and that's when it really just opened up my eyes. I was all like, well, like, I got to go back. I got to go help a bunch of people. Like, I have the tools. I have the resources. Like, I have the knowledge. I have the wit. Like, why not create something that's bigger than me? And this is something that I'm learning from some of my highest level coaches is, like, success happens through people, right? Um, you don't, you're not, like, you got to go help a bunch of people. It's one thing to have some money. It's one thing to like live a life where you're like, all right, like this is cool. I got it for myself. But when you, if you really want to see success and you, if you really want to like touch a bunch of people, like you got to go back and you got to help people. Um, so that's really what put me down that course. Is like, all right, like, like we got everything. Let, let, let's go do this. Okay. Um, so, so how did you get your first client? So you just, what was, what was that mindset like? Because we have a lot of people yep. that are entrepreneurs now. They might be doing something that's really cool, but how did you get people to be following you and actually pay you yep. to learn? Yep. Uh, first thing I did was just start messaging friends. And I recommend everybody do this. If you're mm -hmm. an entrepreneur out there, your first list should be everybody that you know in your contacts. <laughs> that's where you should start out at. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how I got, that's how I got my, my, my first client as well. Um, you know, I just started messaging people in my Facebook, started messaging people um, through text messages. Um, and actually, my brother became my first client. And he was able to land nice. a job uh, as a tech salesperson uh, at a company called Microtrend. And so he was, he was one of my nice. first, uh, he was my first client. Okay, gotcha. All right. And um, I know you did send me a pretty much a detailed about, you know, who you are before this interview. One thing that stuck out is that you said your negotiation wasn't oh, yeah. great. So now actually being an entrepreneur and asking people for money, how do you how do you work yeah. that out? Yeah, and I, th I think, uh, you know, early on. Yeah, definitely early on in my in my career, I just wasn't conscious of like my value as a person. And I think that's one of the biggest things that a lot of entrepreneurs uh, struggle with and they face right up front. Um, I've seen that in my marketing agency, working with other businesses, like seeing people's confidence level. Um, I think early on, I just used to always think like, you know, I'm sorry, can you give me the question one more time, bro? <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no. So you, you sent me a, a script yeah. of basically um, who you are. One of the things that sticked out with me was yeah, your negotiation. Yeah. Your negotiation yeah. wasn't good. So I'm saying now that you are an entrepreneur and you're going towards people asking them for money, you might have to get a little bit of like, yep. you know, okay, it's cause a hundred dollars. Like how, how did you, how did you go from not being able to negotiate or asking yeah. for what you want now going to somebody and saying, Hey, this thing costs a right. hundred dollars. And, and that it all came down to my confidence and, and, and knowing mm -hmm. my understanding my value because Early on, making $12 an hour coming into the industry, you just think to yourself, I was, I knew to myself, I was like, I'm, I just want to get in. I was like, I didn't care how much I made. I was like, I just need to get my foot in the door because I know once I'm in, like, I'm going to kill it. Like, so mm -hmm. for me, it was like coming into the industry, making that much 
and then realizing like, oh, seeing what other people actually made and be like, oh, I do the same work as them. Uh, I actually do it better and I do it faster. And then like you then realize to yourself like, oh, okay, I'm worth this. And then you keep working and then you realize, okay, well, I'm at this level, I'm worth this. And I think it was just kind of that continuous uh, feedback loop that I was getting of doing more work and then realizing like, okay, this is what this is worth. This is, this is how I can navigate in this industry. I think that's when it really clicked for me around like 2021, like, oh, okay, like I'm ready to start a business. It was very obvious to me at that point. Mm -hmm. It was like, I know too much not to start my own business. <laughs> it kind of got to that point. So I think that's where the shift was for me, where it was like, all right, like I can go create value in the world for myself with this knowledge. So I think that's where that transition kind of happened. Okay, okay. I, I like that. I like that. All right. So where do you see yourself going? Because right now you're still currently working that um, job? Not at that company. I'm full on in my agency. Oh, you're full on your agency. Yeah. Okay, so, so so talk about that transition yeah. from working from somebody and now doing yep. it all yourself. That's actually pretty big. Congratulations. I will actually. say this for all upcoming entrepreneurs and anybody out there, like th that was probably the hardest decision I ever made in my life. That was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life was leaving my corporate job and deciding to go full in on, on, on myself and my company and my agency. Most people, you know, they, they kind of dabble with it. Um, but the advice and the information that I was getting from some of my coaches and mentors is that like, if you really believe in something and you know that it's the thing that you should be doing, like take the, take the risk and go all in and bet on yourself. Cause then it's gonna actually put pressure on you to perform. And I know some people out there are like, oh, that's risky. Like, I don't want, you know, that's, that's why I say it's one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. It was literally one of the hardest decisions I've ever made, leaving my job um, back in April and going full time in my agency. But I had very so, clear goals. And so for you guys out there, don't just go nilly willy. Just don't go quitting on yourself. <laughs> don't go quitting on a job that, that pays good. But what I'm saying is, like, create a plan for yourself, define that date, and then go all in. Okay. So, so, so how did you create that plan? Let's say somebody out there is listening. They are entrepreneur and they want to make that plan for that exit. How did you make that plan to say, yo, I'm about to leave this shop right. in April? I told myself once I have enough, once I'm making a month, enough reoccurring monthly revenue in my business that I can provide for myself, my daughter, and still maintain the lifestyle that I, that I have, that's at the point where, I, where I'm quitting. Because my goals were beyond just, um, or, or, my, my goals were beyond just kind of getting to a point where I could, um, you know, kind of kind of leave that company. My goals were really centered around like spending more time with my daughter. Um, you know, I have an eight-year-old mm -hmm. daughter. You know, uh, so for me, it was very rooted in like, how do I how do I get to a point where I'm making enough in my business that I can actually spend 50-50 time with my daughter. And once I kind of got to that point and I seen that threshold, I was all, I acted on it quick. Uh, I was all like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go all in on my business now at this point. And that was also kind of the transition mm -hmm. period time where I was realizing like, as well, like, dang, I, I can go help a bunch of people. Like I got I got more time on my hands. Um, 
this is the opportunity right here. This is this is like how I'm gonna do it. Like now's the time. There. So for me, like that that was really there was a hard that was probably one of the hardest decisions I made in my life, to be honest. Mm. Now, but you but you did it though, you, and you're still pushing. It was, that was April, was it yeah. October now? That, that that's that's amazing. So so during that time, did you go through any any regrets in that time? The time period? I think one of the hardest not really a regret, but more so mm-hmm. I think fears. I I I had mm-hmm. fears that at like people would um people maybe at my last job would look at me in a certain way, like, oh look what he's doing, uh, is is he qualified to do that? Can he like can he go out I, those were kind of the fears that I had. Um and I think this is important to talk about because I feel like these same fears hold a lot of people back um, in pursuing the thing that they really want to do and the thing that mm-hmm. that could ultimately like change their life forever. Um, a lot of times it's fear of what people were, are going to think about you if you go do it. So for me, it was like, for me, I, I think that so so for me I think that 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 right there is like um it, it's so key it's it's so key to understand who you are and what you want to do in life because otherwise you're just going to have the world is going to be making decisions for you every little thing that's happening around you you're just going to react to that right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. hopefully I'm answering the question right I think I <laughs> no no, 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 no. You know, that definitely makes sense because you really can't think about, you know, what other people are thinking about you because you have a goal. You know, you have, like you said, you have an eight-year-old daughter. You're thinking about stuff for her. You're not thinking about these random people at right. your job because, you know, they're going to still be working. They not have time for stuff, but you have your goal, which is your daughter. And once you be able to get that, that's amazing, man. Definitely, I'm definitely, I'm, I'll definitely congratulate you on being able to I make that move that. and also sustain it. Like, you know, yeah, forget what, forget what anyone else says. Of course, when, of course. For me, it um, wasn't an easy like mindset shift. It really took a lot mm-hmm. of like. It took me talking to a lot of people. It took me talking to coaches and mentors, people that are you know way more successful than me, to to like really realize like. Like, what you want out of life, with your daughter and the time is is more important, than anything. Like that that anybody yeah. could say about you. And for me, it wasn't until that that clicked that I was all like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's definitely amazing. Um, But but moving forward, um, what would you say to that? Let's say I think you said 2000. What, what did you when did you start IT? Um, 2016 was around the time that I really started going okay. hard and building out my lab. <clears throat> Okay, so what would you say right now through all your experiences? What would you say to 2016 Dexter about about the journey he's about to take? What would I say to 2016 Dexter at this point? Now? Yep, yep, yep. So, so yeah, what would you tell? Let's say, let's say this is the day before you started your your business. I mean, you started doing going into IT. What would you tell 2016 Dexter about the journey he's about to go on? Yeah, yeah, I would tell him to make decisions faster. I would tell him to believe in himself more. And uh, those two primary things. 
in those two primary got things it, only. Got it. Probably is because really it's it. A lot of times we're sitting on things that that we know we should be doing. Like we know <laughs> we know what to do. It's just we're sitting on it, and so like making decisions quicker and 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 and, and actually believing in yourself. I, I believe those are the two things I would tell myself. Perfect. I love it. I love it. All right. And then now what would you tell someone that's actually starting this journey? They want to get into tech. They want to be getting six figures. What would you tell that person that's thinking about mm -hmm. starting? it? Mm -hmm. um, I would tell that person is take the leap. That's what I'm going to tell them. Because if you're thinking about it, you're going to keep thinking about it. And it, the opportunity is there. If you take the leap and you fail what what's the worst that happens you just go back to what you were doing before right but if you never mm -hmm. take the leap and even try you'll never even know and then you're just going to sit there thinking about it so i love it i love it that was that was amazing all right so now what i want you to do is basically shout everything out sell the people <laughs> and everything that you, you got yeah, to yeah. offer yeah so if you guys um if you guys want a quick way um that you it, you know a quick way to just kind of look over some something that'll help you get started on your on your journey. Um, I actually have a, a small guide that we created, and um, pretty much if you if you if you text or I will um, if you DM me the word um, experience in Instagram, I will send you over a free PDF, and it'll help you. It, it's a free guide. It's super simple. It's a quick read. Um, and it'll give you some step-by-step -step, uh, action items you can take uh, to start gaining real-world experience. So that's a good place that, that people can start. Um, something else, like I said, if you, if you guys want to check out what I'm doing, uh, come over every, everywhere on my Instagram. If you Google me, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere on the internet. I'm easy to find. Um, you know, my master class is everywhere. That's also another good place to start. I'll actually give you, I'll give you 30 days of free mentorship if you check out my free masterclass, um, and uh, and yeah, that's it. Okay, and then what, where can they find you? Because I'm, I'm going to put it everywhere, but just since it's an audio podcast, I want you to, to actually say your Instagram yeah, handle. Yeah, you guys can catch me on at dblanco underscore twelve um, on Instagram, and that's pretty much my my handle on everything. dblanco underscore twelve. Perfect, perfect. All right, Dexter, I do appreciate you coming on. I know you was pretty much dropping game the whole time, but do you have any last yeah. words you want to leave the people? It can be about absolutely anything. It could be sports if you really yeah. wanted to. Pretty much, what, what are the last words uh, you have? Last words, last words. Um, I mean, this is a bar. I mean, I got from one of my coaches, it's think bigger sooner for everybody out there. If you're, if you're thinking about striving for something, if you're thinking about doing something, just think bigger sooner. Perfect, perfect. All right, thanks a lot, um, Dexter. Um, appreciate Thank you, you coming on. Appreciate this. Um, of course, of course. Uh, my name is Jalon Abrams. Dexter, gosh, I gotta get your last name right. Blanco. Say for Blanco. Me. Blanco, gotcha. I'm gonna say it again. Jalon Abrams, Dexter Blanco, unknown and talented. We'll see you next week. <laughs>